Welcome to another edition of the Portland, Oregon OWASP podcast. Today we'll be talking to Patterson Cake. Patterson will be presenting at our upcoming chapter meeting in downtown Portland. His topic will be overcoming your greatest InfoSec adversary, you. Patterson is the founder of the InfoSec Consultancy, Haven Information Security. He's also a SAN certified instructor and manager of cybersecurity for PeaceHealth based out of Vancouver, Washington. His presentation will be on Tuesday, November 12, 2019 from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Sponsored by the good folks at Saproved. For more details and to register, go to our OWASPDX group on meetup.com. Patterson Cake, it's great to have you here today. Thank you, John. Good to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into security? And somebody asked me this question, is there such a thing called PowerPoint by death? <laughs> That's the easiest part of that question to answer. <laughs> Gosh, how did I get into security? Man, I've been in IT for a long, long time. And, and you know, uh, security is always a part of IT on one level or another. Once upon a time, I got the opportunity to travel to uh, to one of Microsoft's campuses up in Redmond, took uh, some ethical hacker training years ago before that was even something you wanted to put on your resume, and I just got hooked. I was fascinated and had been trying to learn and grow uh, an InfoSec for uh, uh, pretty much ever since then. And yes, there's absolutely such thing as death by PowerPoint. Um, I know some companies that actually... Uh, disallow any use of PowerPoint, which is a fascinating idea. (laughs) (laughs) So I find the title of your topic very interesting. I'm actually really excited because it it affects me as well. But the title is Overcoming Your Greatest InfoSec Adversary, You. But to get a better understanding, why are we, the InfoSec people, the adversaries? You know, I guess it's sort of the axiom that for, for many of us, we are our own worst enemies. And really, this presentation is is fairly introspective. I, uh, I talk a lot about what I've learned and my failures to make it maybe a little easier to listen to. Um, and really, in my experience, working with lots and lots of InfoSec professionals, some of the things that make us really, really good at what we do from a technical perspective set us up for failure when it comes to interacting with people, with the business, with communicating. And this is just an effort to discuss, confront, potentially overcome some of those some of those dichotomies about being an information security professional. Truman Capote once said, I believe more in the scissors than I do in the pencil. <laughs> and I think for us in the security world, it's a matter of really cutting away at the jargon. But but we don't, as you said. You know, the customers pretend to say understand us to avoid embarrassment. And later on, of course, bigger problems occur, all because of our communication style. Patterson, how do you know you got your point across as an effective communicator? Are there telltale signs that we can look for? That's a great question. And it reminds me of a joke. Uh, I, I told a joke the other day in, in a meeting about UDP, and I'm not sure anybody got it. Uh, uh, sorry, IT humor is hard. Um, that is a great question. And I think one of the keys to successful communication, maybe the most important key is, is listening and reading your audience, whether it's one-on-one or whether it's in a, a group of peers or in a boardroom. You know, as human beings, uh, we have this, uh, this complicated protocol we call uh, the English language and communication. Uh, and for better or for worse, I think we give each other's sins and acts regularly. We just don't pay attention to 
to visual indicators and, uh, and listen intently to how people respond, how they comment, the questions they, they ask. I think, I think the signs are there. We just have to train ourselves to care and, and to pay attention. When you are communicating, particularly uh, just based on your background, I know you probably give a lot of uh, presentations and so forth, and I'm assuming uh, reports at the end of the day and even possibly post-mortems. Do you have any sort of metric system after the fact that goes beyond maybe normal contact with customers to see if you're doing a good job? That is a great question, and and in general, I would I would really like to say yes to that. the The honest truth is that it's it's pretty dynamic, and there are very few situations, honestly, where you, where I enter into a complex conversation and I come out the other side really certain whether I did a great job or not. Uh, I'm rarely confident. Um, obviously, there are specific tangible outcomes sometimes. I hope, and usually that translates into forward progress, but coming up with a, a measurement for success or failure uh, on forward progress, especially in InfoSec, is really, really hard. Um, I find that I'm always going back and reviewing and second-guessing and questioning and definitely inviting and accepting constructive criticism and feedback to to try and determine, did I do a good job? Could I do a better job? Which is pretty much always the case. What are some of the most common mistakes you see security people make when communicating, say, with non-security people? I'm sure you have some more stories to share. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, I think, again, inherently, a lot of times the reason that we are in the room, the reason we're involved in the conversation is because we understand things and potentially know things that the other people in the room do not understand. A lot of times I see ego get in the way. A lot of times I see even enthusiasm get in the way. Again, accurately understanding and ascertaining who your audience is is hugely beneficial to, uh, to success. I talk about uh, uh, what I call obstacles, uh, uh, cognitive bias obstacles in my presentation. And, and we talk about some of the very specific things uh, that we encounter in terms of things like uh, inattentional blindness and complexity mis- mis- wow complexity mismatch that's hard to say <laughs> it's a complex thing yeah no kidding see i told you <laughs> communication is hard but but taking some of these actual psychological uh, concepts and then applying them directly uh, to what we do and how we communicate and i think with a little explanation, everybody in the room generally goes, yeah, I see how I, uh, complexity mismatch is a great example about how if we understand something and the decision makers don't understand something, we need to be aware of that and come up with strategies to to, to bridge that gap, just as one example. So when you're communicating, obviously there's there's so many different aspects to us. First of all, it's people with just the expertise of, of, of knowing what you're talking about. And typically those that are actually making the, de- the decisions usually don't maybe have that technical knowledge or depth to go through that. Do you partition these out as well as when you're presenting, for example, in reports that you may have, say, an executive summary versus something that's a little bit more technical? Do you, or, do you, or have you been in these situations where everybody's in the same room? And if that's the case, how do you handle that? So yes and, and yes, uh, you know, some, sometimes you know in advance who it is you're going to be speaking with. Sometimes you have the advantage of having spoken to them before. That's always ideal. 
Sometimes you have no option other than to potentially ask others, have you ever had to present for group ABC, XYZ? A lot of times I find myself coming armed with uh, information and presentation for both ends of the spectrum. And then I'm prepared again, based on my interactions with the audience to be dynamic. You know, you can show up, for example, with 50 PowerPoint slides, and maybe you only use 10 of them. Maybe you jump to the end based on who's listening. Sometimes you can even take advantage of the opportunity to present, like you mentioned, John, a, an executive summary, and then uh, sort of make a verbal acknowledgement that you're about to move into deeper technological areas and and maybe the folks in the room don't want to stay. The more open uh, and dynamic, I think, uh, the better, honestly. And it, and it sounds like, which is really interesting, is you've, you've become adaptive over time, adaptive and overcome. I, I know that you, you're a SANS instructor and you've gone through, that has its own stringent qualification process for both written and verbal communication. But what about folks who say really don't have that kind of training or pipeline? Where does anyone start to become a better communicator? That's a great question. And I think that, uh, that, uh, specific to the to the SANS parallel, SANS doesn't really do anything miraculous uh, or terribly special on one level other than to set the stage for the requirement for feedback and continuous improvement. And, and that can come from your peers, that can come from your, uh, your significant other, that can come from, again, uh, write-ups or interactions with the board, whatever. I think that there are very few of us who don't have the opportunity, if we're willing, to ask for help and to ask for constructive criticism. I got to be honest, that's not my favorite thing. Um, but uh, one of the things I've learned in particular from SANS is to welcome that and to uh, to ingest it and do all that I can to to take that information and knowledge to get to get better. And I, uh, in all seriousness, sometimes I'll do a write up, and if I know that I'm presenting to a non-technical audience, I'll ask my wife to read it because she's, she's non-technical and she'll be honest with me. And sometimes it honestly stings a tiny bit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when, yeah. when she says, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and then hopefully in my moments of maturity and clarity, I, I take that information and, and use it to improve. So I think that's, that's within reach for most of us if we're willing to ask. It seems like the greatest experts are sometimes the worst communicators. And I see this a lot, especially with with teachers or instructors out there. Yeah, can communication, good communication skills, be taught, or is there still, in your opinion, an art or talent involved in the end? Wow, that's a great question. I I'm pretty confident that that there is uh, direct ability to improve. I have met people, and I'm sure you have too. You you might be one of them, John. Just listening to you talk that are just naturally better at it than other people. Uh, so I think there is potentially some talent to it. But by the same token, there are some some mechanics and some processes and exercises that I think we can all go through to get significantly better and ultimately to, to achieve our, our goal, our outcome of clearly communicating. Even if we're not the most eloquent or the most witty or humorous, um, I still think there's hope for all of us to, to become effective communicators. What I'm really excited about your presentation coming up is that let's say somebody wants to become a pen tester 
There's tons of information, tons of resources out there for them to become um, good at pen testing the technologies, the, you know, all of the methodologies that come with that. And then there's much less resource out there, like writing a report, right? Yeah. But one thing I never see is giving that presentation. So when are you going to write this book? I'm, uh, I'm working on it in all my spare time, which doesn't exist. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) I think this would be good. This would be great. This would be a great trifecta of this whole thing is this presentation part. Do you agree? So there's, there's a conundrum, John, and you'll probably immediately recognize and relate in that. So again, I teach for SANS. I specifically teach, uh, network penetration testing and ethical hacking, and we do a section on uh, reporting and on presenting of the report. And a lot of times students don't want to talk about that part. They're there to learn how to hack stuff, you know, to pull creds from memory or to, to fling exploit code. And I try really, really hard because of years of experience uh, to say, you know, to be good at this, you need to be able to write a report and present your findings. So it's a little difficult. It's uh, That's part of the Part of the reason for this presentation and part of sort of the tongue-in-cheek, maybe hyperbole of my title and some of the contents to say, hey, come on, you've spent years and years of your life honing your technical skills. How about you spend a little time and energy honing your interpersonal skills? Because those will be with you for the rest of your career. So I don't know. I, I would love to see more about that, and, and I will continue to trumpet it every chance I get. That's great. Patterson, do you have any upcoming events besides this OWASP presentation that you'd like to talk about? You know, at this point, my life is largely consumed between consulting, working for uh, the healthcare organization and SANS. I'm in Seattle next week doing a class. Uh, we're doing some some presentations there. It may be a little late for that. Um, be back in Seattle again a little later in the year. Uh, if, yeah, if you have any interest, you can uh, keep track of me on my SANS instructor page and, and see where I'm going and where I'll be. But I love, I love the OWASP thing. I'm a huge supporter. I love the opportunity, the community, the, uh, the open exchange of knowledge. So I'm really, really excited about, uh, about this talk. Patterson, we appreciate you spending time with us today and so looking forward to your upcoming presentation. Best of success in everything you do. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by the Portland, Oregon chapter of the Open Web Application Security Project, OWASP. Check us out online and see how we're making the web a more secure place. Music is by Tomo and Animoy. And my name is John Whiteman. Thanks for listening.